So this week, as I was preparing for the sermon, um, as always, I'm praying, Holy Spirit, lead me, guide me. What is it that I am to speak on this week? And, um, and you know, next day rolls around and Holy Spirit, uh, what, you know, what would you like me to speak on this week? And another day comes, hey, <laughs> what would you like me to speak on this week? And it just was one of those weeks where I'm like, come on, help me out here, Lord. Give me what is it. And, um, and I felt like the Holy Spirit finally told me to share with you that it's up to us to value people enough that we can make a difference in their lives. We have to value people enough to truly make a difference in people's life consistently. And I felt like he told me, hey, I'm here to help you. <laughs> I'm here to help you. But we have to value people enough to consistently make a difference in their life. So that, that is the message in a simple statement today. I've already told you. So we're gonna dive into that a little bit. Uh, we, we are all on this mission that Jesus Christ has called us to. We're all in this thing together. And, and our terminology that we use, and, and really terminology doesn't mean a hill of beans unless we actually do it. But our terminology around here for the mission that Jesus Christ has called us to is that we exist to help people know God. We want to introduce them to Jesus Christ. That the Savior that died on a cross for their sins, the one that loves them so much and they don't even know it yet, we want to introduce them to him. We want to help them find freedom. So as they give their life to him and they make him Lord of their life, that as they transition from the old life to the new, that they're able to find freedom from that old life. That, that we help people discover their purpose why did Jesus Christ create you? What is he to use you for his glory, his kingdom? Discover your purpose so that we can make a difference, so that we can make a difference. And that is what we wanna lean into today, that we want to make a difference as you have called us to. So going into this, uh, I want to, before we even dive in, I just want to throw this out there. I heard someone recently uh, say this. I implemented this uh, last week. I want to get back in the rhythm of this. I want to make this uh, a habit, and I encourage you to do the same. And that is, during our time together, as we are leaning into the Word of God, that we take notes. That we take notes. So if we can bring up the house lights a little bit so people can see, all right, bring up the house lights a little bit, because I like to see your faces anyway. I like to know there's like someone out there. And, and let's take notes. You know, we're in this all together. You know, we're stewards of his word. And so I don't know about you, but when I was in school, I took notes. And so uh, let's take notes because taking notes helps us retain things. It helps us retain things. Hey, you can do it in your phone. You can handwrite it. Uh, for some reason, our brains are wired that when we handwrite it, it works a little bit better. But I'll take it either way. I'll take it either way. And if we actually reflect back on those notes within 24 hours, it's, it's proven that about, we retain and apply about 70% more than when we do that. So 
I don't know about you, but I don't come here just each week just to sing some songs and, and to hear something and then go back to normal life. No, I'm trying to learn something. I'm trying to apply something. And so it makes sense to me that we would make practice of taking notes around here. So I want to encourage you to do that. Uh, we're all disciples of him trying to do this thing. And as you guys know, I like to interact a little bit. I like to, I like to have some back and forth. And um, Dustin and I have talked for a, a, a long time now. Um, and we, it's a regular conversation that we have where we don't want this to be a thing. We don't want to create a, an environment or a structure where you guys just look to us as the ministers, okay? We want to empower and equip all of us to be ministers, all right? So uh, I, I want to, uh, there's going to be a moment or two where I'm, I'm going to ask for some actual responses. Is that cool? All right. I know it's different, but I want to keep doing this a little bit more and a little bit more. So we're creating space. We're creating structure to where we, we show we're all in this together. All right. And we're working on this thing together. So before we get into it any further, let's pray. God, I pray that more than anything, you would have your way, that you would be able to speak your word today. God, that this isn't, uh, this isn't necessarily something that will rock someone's world with some new, fresh content that they've never heard in their life, but that yet it hits them in a new way. That you would, you would stir our hearts, our souls. You would engage our minds so that we can do what you have called us to do, that we can make a difference in the people around us in your name we pray, in Jesus' name, amen. amen, amen. So let me ask you this question. Would you rather, you guys play would you rather? <laughs> would you rather have a really productive day? Like, you know, at the end of the day, you're like, dude, I checked off that list. Any list makers in the house? Yeah, a few of us. I'm a list maker. They seem to get added on quicker than they get crossed off, but you know, we're not going to linger there. Uh, you have a productive day where you just feel accomplished, you know, like, man, I got some stuff done today. Would you rather that or for just a moment in your day, you would have made a difference in someone's life, right? Make it, no, no question about it. I, 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 you know, I'll have the roughest day at work. And, and I'll have a, a check-in and a one-on-one -on -one with someone. And uh, man, I, I'll, I'll even go into the conversation just kind of like, oh man, all right. But in that conversation, somehow, some way, God opens this little door that I can go through where I, I kind of go through just the normal work stuff, right, Lindsay? <laughs> we go past the, like, the normal work stuff to get to real life stuff. And I'm like, man, that... That was something different. That's what I want to do each and every day. That's what I want to do each and every day. So if you want to make a difference, just raise your hand. If you want to make a difference, raise your hand. Uh, we got most of you. All right. We got most of you. Hey, we were created. We were created to do that. We were created to make a difference. So it makes sense that all of us would want to do exactly that. How boring would this life be if we just lived in our own bubble and we just went about life in our routines? 
How boring would that be? But if we, if we were actually engaged with other people, spilling out love and impacting and making a difference in people's lives, man, that's a life I want to live. That's a life I want to live. You know, um, my grandpa Russell uh, passed away when I was seven years old. This is my dad's dad. He passed away when I was only seven years old. Fortunately, I um, had a close relationship with him. He, he watched me after school every day, so I was very lucky uh, to know him as well as I did, considering I was only seven when he passed. But um, something that just stands out about Grandpa is how everyone talked about him or talks about him still today. How everyone talked about him because Grandpa Russell, the stories I hear over and over again is that he cared about you. Amen. Like he really loved you and cared about you to the point where he would do the most selfless things. It didn't matter how much money. It didn't matter how much time. It didn't matter how much energy. He would, he would lavish people with love, and he would make a difference in people's lives doing so. He, he, he would just be outside of himself and just love on people. And so when I was thinking about making a difference, I... I think about all these stories. I mean, at his funeral, it was the, the visitation. There's a, lines out the door, hours and hours of visitation because of the impact that he made in people's lives. One of the, the guys that um, has shared with me numerous times how meaningful, how impactful uh, my grandpa was in his life is Walter. Walter shared numerous times with me how impactful uh, grandpa was. So I thought it'd be cool to have Walter come up for a second and to share a personal story that he experienced where grandpa impacted his life. So you can hear it for, from the source. Is that cool? So come on up, Walt. Now, Walt, I, I told Walt that. Now, I told Walt before I, I told Walt, two to three minutes, bro. All right. Two, no, go ahead. Start the clock. <laughs> um, I, some of you may know, I, uh, I kind of grew up without a dad. Uh, seven years old. Before that, my dad was my world. And when I was seven, he walked away. And I rarely, rarely saw him after that. Um, and I started coming to his grandfather's church probably three or four years later. And I'll never forget, there was a Father's Day when he was speaking. And when he got up to speak, he, uh, he, he told everyone to stay seated. He wanted to address the, the crowd. And uh, he said, you know, there are some people in this building that don't have their dad here. And I want Walter and Beth. Beth was, she's a very close friend of mine. Um, she didn't have her dad there just like I didn't. And he said that if any of you, I better not catch any of you saying anything to these two. They don't have their dad here, so I'm going to be their dad. And I can't tell you what that did for me and for my walk with God. Uh, we had many encounters, some good, some not so good, 
that father figure part really came out several times and I needed it, but I just, I, I tried to take some of what he gave me and try to put some of that into my kids. And if you don't have someone like that in your life, then be that to someone else. Be that to someone else. Don't, don't let it go to waste because you don't know what that's going to do for someone's future. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Walt. And Walt uh, has a big surgery coming up this week. So if you don't mind hanging here for a second, uh, just for a moment, can we as a church just pray for him? Um, he's going to be he's going to be out of commission for uh, a couple months. Uh, hope, we're hoping less, but but you know he's going to be out for a minute. So uh, and listen, I don't have to tell you all this, but but this is fulfilling for him to serve up here. And so for him to, to not have this for two months, I guarantee you he's going to feel a little bit of a hole inside of him. So let's go ahead, let's go ahead and pray for him. Jesus, God, we pray that you would put your hand upon him, that you would protect him, Lord Jesus, that everything would go perfectly this week. God, that, uh, that you would guide the hands of the surgeons, that it would just go flawlessly. Uh, God, we, we put it in your hands. You are God Almighty. You are the healer. You've created this man right here. And God, we place him in your hands, and we know that you are going to take control of him. You love him dearly. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, bro. So, Grandpa lived out this beautiful example. My dad, my parents are walking in his footsteps. Uh, I, I want to do the same, and, and I sure hope that... <laughs> I sure hope that uh, my kids could pick up on the good things that, uh, that I, I, you know, am example of, uh, because I, I, I want to make a difference in people's lives. In order to do that well, in order to be effective and, and, and successful in this mission that we're on, I want to make sure that I am intentional and focused on this on a daily basis. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Many of you make fun of me for it. Shame on you. No. Uh, I, 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 um, I might watch some TikTok videos, but, uh, but I had to put a 15-minute limit on that guy because that was getting out of hand too. But I listen to podcasts and TikTok videos and these different things where I try to, I feel like I'm always trying to gain, gather things, right? Gather information and um, and something that I've noticed with a lot of successful people that are effective in whatever it is they do in life, uh, they talk about the importance of the daily, what they do on a daily basis. You know, we, we can really exaggerate about the past, can't we? We can exaggerate about the good old days. Man, you should see me back in the day. I was... I was buff. I was ripped. Come on, man. <laughs> we exaggerate, don't we? Looking back or in the future, you know, sometimes we overestimate things or we have these great intentions about the future. But good intentions are worthless if there's no action that leads to them, right? I, I heard uh, one guy say that, Successful, effective people um, are the ones that just stick with the daily. 
consistently every day and they stick with it until it leads to that success. Most people will start with the daily and then they stop because they don't see the rewards or the benefits. So they stop before they would have got to that successful state. So I wanna be intentional daily, daily. So there's five things that I wanna do every day. And uh, this was influenced by John Maxwell. Many of you probably know John Maxwell. He's like the leader of leaders. He's amazing. Uh, He, man, like anytime I can get some John Maxwell, you can count me in. Uh, He has this way of, of just pulling me in. And it's really because of how compassionate he is about people. How compassionate he is about people is what draws me to him. It's, it's what inspires me to want to do the same. And so um, this is influenced by him. So the first thing that I want to do every day, and I mean every day, I've already put it in my calendar, guys, the five things so that every day I look at my calendar and it's right there. Every day, the first thing is I want to value people. I want to value people. In order to make a difference in people's lives, I have to first value them. I have to first value them. I want to value people as Christ did. He is our ultimate example. How many times did Jesus stop because someone was calling on him? Someone needed him. He was on his way somewhere else, but yet he stopped. He, he cared, he valued people. In John 13, 34, it says, Jesus said, a new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. We must value others and love others as Christ did. And he loved everyone. He loved everyone. Grandpa was pastor of, uh, of a church down um, in Maplewood. And um, Grandpa loved everyone. It didn't matter. It didn't matter race. It didn't matter uh, social class. It didn't matter. I mean, he just, he loved everyone. It was a, it was a beautiful thing. Like as I reflect back, that was a beautiful thing. That, that I saw in grandpa. Jesus loved everyone. Jesus loves you. He loves me. He loves your friends. He values them. He values and loves your, your family. Even that weird uncle. No, uh, he, 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 he values them. He values people you don't know. He wants you to love people that you don't know yet. He wants you to value them. He wants you to value those you do know, but you don't really like. He loved everyone. It's really easy to value the people you value. It's another thing to value the people that that you don't, really like or you don't see eye to eye with. And so we tend to distance ourselves from because 
well, they don't just, they don't see things the way I see them, right? But, but something that has helped me with that is, and this is so simple. It's so simple, but for whatever reason, for me, it, it's really helpful. When I realize and when I think about, man, Jesus created them too. There's something about that. Like the God that I serve, the God that I love, he, he created them too. There's something about that that, that helps me. In, in Luke 10, we read about the story of the Good Samaritan. Most of us have heard the story of the Good Samaritan, but there's this lawyer that stands up to test Jesus, trying to do his lawyer thing and get him, right? He stands up, and I just kind of picture him all like, you know, I'm going to get him. And he says, hey, how could I get eternal life? And Jesus says, well, what, what do you think? What does the law say? So the lawyer, quote, quoting the law, you know, well, you're to love God with everything you've got. And you're to, to love your neighbor. Right? So Jesus says, nailed it. You got it. Well, then the lawyer is like, well, that was, that was too easy. Um, so, okay. So what about this? So who is your neighbor? And Jesus goes right into this story of the Good Samaritan. There's a man. This man gets robbed, beaten, and left for dead. Left for dead on the road. And Jesus is talking to these Jewish people, right? Uh, and he's, he's talking to them, and he, he says, well, then this priest came. And everyone's like, yeah, here comes the priest. He's our guy. He's going to do this. He's going to help him. He's going to save him. But the priest saw the man and, and walked right by him. They're like, huh, all right. That didn't, that's not what I was expecting there, okay. But then there was this Levite man. This, this other religious man, this good man, this good Jewish man, he, he came by. Okay, he's going to save him, right? Like, he's our guy. He's going to save him. But he, he sees the man, and he walks right by him. I don't know if he had an appointment he was late to. But, but he walked right by him. I don't know if he just thought, ah, that's too messy. I don't, want, I don't want to be a part of that, but he walked right by him. And then there was this Samaritan man. Jesus says, Samaritan. And the whole crowd's like, whoa. Because the Samaritans, like we've talked about in the past, but the Samaritans were just like, they were just the scum to the Jews. They, they, they thought of them as dogs. They did not like them at all. Not to get all political, but we just had the voting this past week. So, I, you know, uh, I, I think of, you know, it's like someone on the, in this world we live in today, right? It's like someone on the far right is listening to this story, and then all of a sudden, uh, uh, the, this conservative, this, this Republican, he walks right by him, walks right by him. And then this guy on the far left, this liberal guy, he walks up. And he's the one that sees the man and sees compassion and walks up. That was, that was kind of like what was going on in this story. 
this Samaritan man? Samaritan man went and he, he went and he dressed the wounds of the man. Put him on his own donkey. He got him to a hotel. He paid his way. He told the, the innkeeper, hey, listen, I'll be back. Anything that you pay toward this man, I've got it. Put it on my tab. Jesus says, so who was the neighbor to the, the lawyer? And the lawyer says, well, the man that showed mercy. And Jesus said, you got it, now go do it. You got it, now go do it. Jesus loved everyone. And he wants us to love everyone as well. He wants us to love everyone as well. Isn't it crazy how many times we read in scripture that Jesus valued someone and the religious ones were the ones that, <laughs> the ones that got all hot and bothered. Isn't that crazy how many times we read that? The religious ones were the ones that got all hot and bothered. So are we gonna be the ones to start connecting with people or are we gonna be the ones that keep correcting people? Right? We can choose to curse the darkness or we can choose to turn on the light, be the, the light the salt of this, this world. Because if, if people don't like you, they're not gonna like your God. They're not gonna listen to you about your God if they don't like you, right? How I value people is how I view them. How I value people is how I view them. Valuing people is essential to helping people find God. Jesus said, I come for the lost. I seek the lost. He said, Zacchaeus, get on down out that tree. <laughs> let's, go, let's go hang out and, 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 you know, hot and bother. Because what is he doing with this guy that's stealing from us, his own people? Zacchaeus, come on, man, let's go hang out. The, the Samaritan woman at the well. She felt lost, isolated. Jesus just looks right at her, starts talking to her, starts showing her value. She goes running into town talking about the Savior. The Savior's here. But listen, Jesus, he had this compassion. Where we read in Scripture he had compassion for people. He had compassion for people. He had compassion for people. When they, when they pointed out that Jesus had compassion for people, it was because he was with them. He was with them. He was spending time with them, close to them. And, and so we have to be intentional to make sure we're building relationships with people so we can get close to them. We can begin to, to, to see them for who they are and get to know them so that all of a sudden, before we know it, we're compassionate for them. I mean, we value them because now we're with them. We're not gonna get passionate about people here uh, in church on Sundays, distant from them. Distance causes distance, right? It causes judgment when we have distance. We could be in a prayer meeting and we're not going to get that compassion like we will when we are with them or when we serve them. When you serve people, do you not value them all the more? 
I don't see Stacy here. I might be missing her. But man, like we a couple months back, we helped with the flood, right? And we're serving people. We don't know them. But, but now Stacy's here and she's, she's out yesterday serving others, right? And, and I mean, I'll tell you, like, just because we, we were there and we, we helped and now we have a relationship, I value her more now, right? Always putting people first. That's the first one. That's my shortest one, so buckle in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that's the... That might be the longest one, J- JK. All right, so we must value people first. The second one is that we must think of ways to add value to people. Think of ways. This one just kind of hit me for some reason because it was like, man, sometimes life just feels so crazy, right? Like chaotic and uh, go, 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 go. And I've got to be more diligent to dedicate time to just think of ways that I can value people. So in my morning routine, I'm committing to you guys right now in front of all of you that in my morning routine, I'm adding some time to just think of ways that I can value people. I'm gonna dedicate time to it because it's important to me. I wanna make a difference in people's lives. So I'm gonna dedicate time to think about it. And when you're thinking about this, leverage what God has gifted you with. He's given you strengths. He's given you gifts. He's given you skills and abilities. Hey, as you're, you're dedicating time, think of how you can let those skills be used and those giftings that he's given you to use to value people, to make a difference in people's lives. I already, I already heard it said, but spend some time Seeking the Holy Spirit. He will lead and guide you. He'll give you a word for someone. He'll give you boldness of faith. Whatever it is that you need or he needs you to do, he will lead you. But we've got to seek the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 12, 11, uh, when it's speaking of the gifts of the Spirit, it says, all these are the work of one and the same Spirit and he distributes them to each one as he determines, right? Seek him. He will lead and he will guide you. You know, you might be thinking, well, sometimes it's awkward approaching someone. Like, when do I know, like, to encourage someone? Because a lot of times these, these gifts are to encourage, right? The, the gifts are used to encourage one another. But how do you know it's, like, awkward? Like, how, do I just assume? Yeah, you assume, if they're breathing, you just assume... <laughs> that they need encouragement. I don't know, when's the last time you turned down encouragement, right? Like, let's encourage one another. I mean, how awesome would that be if we all just started getting crazy encouraging each other, encouraging those around us, building up one another, edifying one another. How crazy would that be? That we would encourage one another. We must value people. We must think of ways to value people. The third one is we must look for ways to value people. I think Dustin just mentioned this just a week or so ago, but I've been with Dustin and Zeke um, to share a meal uh, a, a few times. And Zeke will be 
we'll be in breaks in conversation. He'll be looking and scoping the restaurant to see, looking for ways that he can add value to someone. It's really cool to see. I've been with you guys as you, you, you're looking, you're, you're looking for ways to add value to someone. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's your waitress, your waiter, someone else in the restaurant. Uh, you're looking, you're intentionally looking because when we intentionally look, when we anticipate, we find it. You get a new car and you're like, ooh, I like this new car. And you start driving around a little bit and you're like, dude, have there always been this many Nissan Muranos out here or what, right? All of a sudden, you see what you're looking for. You see it. So let's anticipate, let's look for ways to add value to people. We have to be intentional with this. We have to get outside of ourselves. We have to be intentionally looking for ways to add value. I've been in um, small group and life group. If you're not in life group, get in life group, okay? Um, we, I've seen in life group one couple talking to another couple because they were looking for a way to add value to someone. I've seen the Holy Spirit move through someone, uh, you know, me, me being in the know and, and, and pastor and hearing what people are going through and that, that kind of stuff, knowing what's going on in people's lives. I, I've seen a couple not knowing what someone else is going through speak directly into that thing, right? But they were looking for a way. You can show up to life group and sit there the whole day. But if you're looking for ways to add value, you can make a difference in people's lives. Yesterday, we had a group, big group of people come together. And I was preparing for this and I was missing it the whole time. But to have a whole group of people here putting together 164 bags of food for people that don't have food, that people, people that don't know where their next meal is coming from, we had a whole group of people come looking for ways to impact people. Even when they go downtown in the cold, they're looking, who can we add value to? Who can we add value to? We got coats, we got blankets, we got, what, what do you need, what do you need? Lindsay's running hurdles over... <laughs> To, to add value, look for ways you will find it. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Jesus said, hey, when you feed people, you feed me. Yes. <laughs> when you clothe people, you clothe me. Look for ways to add value and love on people. The, so we got to value people. Think of ways to value people. Look for ways to add value to people. The fourth thing is we then have to do things <laughs> that add value to people. <laughs> Again, we can have all the intentions in the world, but if we don't get to that do part, it's all for naught, right? It's all for naught. So we have to work up the courage and ask the Holy Spirit to empower us to have the courage to do. I don't know about you, but there has been way more times than I want to admit where the Holy Spirit prompted me to do something 
and I weaseled my way out. Talk about the lawyer back in Luke 10. Man, I will, I will work a way out. <laughs> I'll find that loophole. I want to be so courageous and bold, and I want to do. I want to make a difference in lives. You know, it's really cool. Um, a lot of this stuff, guys, as I was going through my notes today, a lot of these things, it hit me, man, we do a lot of these things beautifully. I, I see God moving in people's lives, using people for his glory. I, I see it all over the place. And, and what hit me this morning is I just wanna do it consistently, right? I, I want all of us to grab hold of it and, and just do that consistently because I see more and more and more and it's awesome. It is so awesome to see. Cody's come into our lives, my life, and Cody's got this faith, this boldness. Yes. And, and man, it inspires me. Ah, man. He's been here for, he was here for half a second and the Holy Spirit was already leading and guiding him to do something and he just stepped right into it. All right, I'll do it. Yeah, why not? Impacting someone by sharing a word. Uh, Ruth, just last week after Booth, came right up to me. Courageously, hey, I wanna share this with you. Karen, letting the Holy Spirit lead and guide her. I've heard, I've heard stories and stories about how God is using you and you're stepping into it. It is beautiful. Let's keep stepping into it. Let's keep stepping into it. Value people. Think of ways. Look for ways. Do the things. And the last one is encourage others to add value to people. encourage others to add value to people. Patrick, what are you, what are you passionate about? Okay. Any certain people that you uh, like to help with? Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Can you help more couples doing it by yourself? Or can you help more couples with a whole team and a whole group of people that you've encouraged to help? It's a brain buster, right? <laughs> if we encourage others, hey, let's add value. When the challenges increase, the need for a team increases. If we want to impact and make a difference in as many people's lives as we need to, we need to encourage more and more to do the same. We need to encourage more and more to do the same. And aside from the effectiveness, like as we're trying to do this thing and, and, and do this mission we're called to, we're going to have some obstacles and we're going to have some downs and we're going to experience fatigue and we're going to have some mental stuff go in there. And, and when we have a team to help lift us up, to build us up, to encourage us, 
we've got to encourage others to add value as well. I've shared this a few times now uh, in Boost and in ministry team meeting, but uh, and the worship team can start heading up. But uh, it was a couple weeks ago. I had just a week and um, I've been feeling like this pressure just mounting up, just feeling like I'm, you know, burning, burning the candle both ends. And it's just like, you know, uh, just the pressure and the overwhelming and the crazy. And then I go to the doctor and he tells me I need to eat better. <laughs> um, no, that was fun. It's supposed to be funny, guys. Um, <laughs> um, so told me, you know, cholesterol's a little up there, guy. And so it was this kick in the seat. And I'm like, I'm frustrated, but I'm also like concerned at the same time. And so I've got like all this stuff on me. And then the doctor tells me this. And then work was just terrible. I had like two consecutive days where I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with this. You know, like it was just piling on. And, and I have to admit to you guys, I've always, it's kind of bothered me. I've always struggled to relate with those that, that have uh, some sort of mental illness, like a depression or anxiety. I've, I've struggled to relate with that, just being honest with y'all, because the reason why is because I, I want to help. So I'm trying to figure out like, I want to help, but I, I'm struggling to get there. Help, help me. But I, I've, I've. <laughs> it's funny how God works sometimes. I don't, I don't know how to help. I, I'm struggling to relate. And so here I am, two weeks ago, and I'm there. <laughs> I'm like, I've never had this feeling. I've never had this. These. I've never struggled in this way. And like, okay, I kind of get this now. So God shows me how to relate. But what got me out was my life group that week. Get in life group. <laughs> because I'm telling you, I got into life group and I'm like, I, I, I'm not even here. Like it's, I'm struggling. And because I had a support around me and a community around me of people that love one another, that are united in this thing, people that were there willing to add value, that day they added value to me. I can't tell you how how drastically different my mindset was before life group to what it was when everyone walked out the door. I'm calling you out. <laughs> Listen, Kyla, Kyla was looking for a way to add value. She didn't know about my week. She didn't know where I was. She didn't know my mindset. 
She was looking for a way. She spoke things throughout the night that just was so reassuring to me, so encouraging to me. And as, as life group wrapped up, I pray for the group. Man, I prayed. <laughs> and I got done. And as I'm opening my eyes, all of a sudden, Kyla starts praying with authority. She added so much value. She stepped into it. She did it. She encouraged me. I don't know what you might be going through. I know someone who does. <laughs> you might be thinking, Yeah, I want to add value to people. Sounds great, but I'm kind of, I kind of need someone to add a little value to me at the, in this moment in time. Maybe you don't know God yet. Maybe you haven't made him Lord of your life yet. Man, if you haven't, let me tell you, He loves you. He loves you. And in this moment, if you wanna, if you wanna give your life to him, I wanna create a little space for that. It's the surrendering of your heart. that you give to him because listen, whatever you have done, whatever past you have, Jesus has already died on a cross for your sins because he loves you. <laughs> he loves you. He didn't only die on a cross, he rose from that grave. So that his resurrection power can live in you. He is here. Surrender to him. We thank you for what you're doing in this place, Jesus. We thank you for speaking your word. Whatever impact it may have, whatever it may have stirred up, I thank you for it. I thank you for stirring me. I want to value people. I want to love people just like you so I can make a difference. So I can consistently make a difference.